Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Believe in Betting LA. I'm your host, Sam Maxwell, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Lewert. We've got some good news on the sports front. NBA is coming back the end of July. We'll talk about that moving forward. We apologize for not having a lot of content over these final last couple weeks uh, here of the spring, but that's because there hasn't been much to bet on since the NFL draft, which we profited on greatly. Joined here again, as like I said, by my co-host Chris Lewert. You can follow me on Twitter, smaxwell713. Chris is at Lumandingo Rock, Stag Capitals at Stag Cap, and the Bleed Podcast Network, of course, is at Bleed Podcasts. It is Friday, June 5th. Chris, how are you doing today? I didn't even know it was Friday. That's been kind of a, <laughs> a recurring thing that has been going on, is I, I don't know what day it is. Uh, it'll be a Saturday, and I think it's a Tuesday. Uh, overall, though, I think everybody's happy. Weather is great. Um... Life is uh, moving forward, I guess. We've got quite quite the uh, state and times we are living in right now. It is a wild stretch here. Um, you know, 2020 has just been one of those years. It, it's, it's truly a, a historical year. It's going to be something that, you know, 15, 20, 40 years from now, we're going to be helping our kids and grandkids on uh, in the history books. This is going to be a year that outright is important in the fabric of modern American history. And, and it, it's kind of just weird to, to pinch ourselves and kind of look back and reflect and say, hey, wow, this is, you know, this is the 1968, 1969, the 1945s of, of the previous generation. So it's been weird. Um, you know, obviously, we're a sports betting podcast. It's really as trivial as it gets in terms of the grand <laughs> scheme of things. Uh, I think we're, we're, we're totally comfortable in saying that. However, um, you know, Chris and I do just want to briefly talk about it. Obviously, we're in a, a weird time right now, with not only coming off the heels of the pandemic of the coronavirus. Um, just a, a wild couple weeks here since the killing of George Floyd last Monday in Minneapolis. We're seeing all kinds of protests nationwide, actually worldwide, Chris. Uh, and, and neither one of us are really going to make a political statement here. All we want to do is just say, hey, guys, you know, just just try to respect your neighbor. Try to listen to them. Try to engage with discourse. Be respectful. Love everyone. I mean, that it, it, it's not that hard, you know, just to be a good person doesn't matter what your religion is. doesn't matter your opinion politically. Uh, just try to be a good person. Just try to extend your arm and your help and your heart and soul to the person next to you, however you may disagree with them. I was actually out, Chris, this Monday at Melrose in Fairfax. I, I bought one of those grab-and-go trash picker-uppers. I was picking up trash, and it was, it was great to see a bunch of people out there. There's policemen out there. There's people of all different colors all coming together to try to rebuild and clean up the city. Um, a young woman came out and handed me a cold beverage and thanked me for my time. It, it was really cool. You know, it felt really great. And uh, it, my friend and I were joking. It's just peak 2020. After a couple hours of picking up carnage and, and burnt rubble, we went to order guisados. We thought we were going to have to eat it at a park. We actually ended up eating it there. It's my first meal on site at a restaurant since February. Pulled our mask to the side, ate the meal. Meanwhile, next door, there's a bunch of ruckus and noise, and that's because they were boarding up their windows for protests that were going to occur later that day in West Hollywood. So peak 2020, you really just can't make this stuff up. But uh, we just want to just, you know, really stand in, in solidarity with everyone. Um, you know, Black Lives certainly matter. I think we can all admit that. And it's just a matter of, uh, you know, 
I think Jackie Moon, Will Ferrell and Jackie Moon in semi-pro kind of said it best. Everybody <laughs> love everybody. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be this hard, and, and it's, it's difficult that, you know, in 2020, we're still dealing with these types of issues. Yeah, underrated all-time character, that, that Jackie Moon. Uh, yeah, I uh, don't have much more to add to that other than listen. I think that is something that everybody could do. No matter what your feelings are on things, people are too quick to yell or cancer culture or what have you. Uh, open your ears for a second. Listen and hear the person next to you. Consider what they're telling you uh, before you respond. Not everything has to be a life and death arguments. Not everything has to be I hate you if you don't agree with me. So relax and listen. The only time I'll ever agree with Aaron Rodgers. Relax. <laughs> yeah, certainly well said. And, and look, we're going to have disagreements. You and I have disagreements on the show, uh, you know, in terms of betting lines, in sports. There are all kinds of disagreements. I mean, that's kind of a microcosm of America, I think. It's a sports team. There's going to be emotions. There's a coach. There's an executive. You know, executives, there's an owner. Uh, but, you know, really just comes down to what's best for the greater good and, and Really, that end goal for a sports team, obviously, is winning for America. For for us personally, it's just living your best possible life. And I think, um, you know, there's a lot you can learn from sports in a time like this. So, all right, we can sit here and talk about social commentary forever. No one wants to hear us talk about that. Uh, unfortunately, we still don't have a lot we can actively bet on right now. I mean, we're not. neither one of us really claim to be experts in NASCAR or UFC. Um, we're going to talk about the NBA, certainly, what, what this proposal, not just proposal, it's agreed on now, what, what that means. The season will be starting July 31st and wrapping up October 12th. First, I think we just want to briefly talk about where baseball stands here, Chris. Right now, we're still in a holding pattern. It's June 5th. They wanted to start the season June 30th. They obviously need at least a few weeks of a, an extended spring training. does not look like that's going to happen. The owners are being greedy. I don't think the players are necessarily being greedy, but they're not. Uh, they're not looking out for anyone but themselves, which, yeah. you know, I don't think that's wrong necessarily. But I do think that, you know, we've talked about this many times in the show. Baseball is just absolutely outright ruining a golden opportunity, not just to be the first sport back, but to kind of galvanize people. Um, you know, all these very, very serious issues are, are on uh, everyone's minds right now. And, and baseball's having this petty argument over, you know, dollars, millions of dollars. It's, it's important. But all these guys are independently rich. I just think it's actually ridiculous. And I don't think, Chris, that we're going to see a baseball season this year. If we do, it's going to be a very shortened season. And I really think we're going to look back in 10 years when baseball, you know, is well behind both, of course, football uh, and basketball. And, and we're going to look to this summer and the TBA that's going to be enacted hopefully next summer as reasons that baseball lost popularity. And I just don't think the players or the executives or the owners are thinking long term. And I just think it's a shame. Yeah, baseball has completely pooped the bet on this. Um, they couldn't have done a worse job. And you're right, the, the players are looking out for themselves. And I think more to the point, they're looking at the next kind of two, four years in front of them because they've got a collective bargaining agreement coming up, I think, in, is it a year or two years? Um, and that's what they're worried about. They're not worried next, about... Next summer. Next summer, yeah. They're not worried about the health of the game uh, overall, right? They're not worried about 10 years from now or 15 years from now. They're worried about getting the most they can for the next two, three, four years for themselves. Um, and the owners, I don't know what baseball has been doing for the past four months. Um, there are a trillion things they could have done to grab the attention of young people, old people, the entire country. Why not have a game a week, right? Like, hey, 
you know, in two weeks, Houston's going to play the Yankees for one of their regular season matchups. They're going to play a three game series over the weekend. And because we have two weeks, everybody's going to be, I mean, just anything, any kind of original idea at all, uh, they could have brought up. They've done a horrible job. It seems like they've been caught completely flat footed. Uh, why are, why haven't these discussions been taking place? Um, you know, previous to, to waiting to, to see what was going to happen with the coronavirus. They've just, they've lost it. This was their opportunity. I've said this before, like, you know, good on the UFC, right, for, for charging forward. This is going to pay big dividends for them in years to come because people who never cared about the UFC have tuned in because it was on TV and there was, there was live sports. Right. Um, right, MLB exactly. should be embarrassed by it. Uh, I am a big baseball fan, and I couldn't care less about them right now. You know, if baseball – needed a GoFundMe tomorrow to continue, I wouldn't donate a penny. I wouldn't give them a cent. If they disappeared forever, they deserved it. They've dig their own grave. Um, you know, shame on you, baseball. Um, you know, Major League Lacrosse maybe can step up and be, be the next big thing, anything to take the place of baseball. I'm absolutely disgusted by them. Ironically, I think actually the National Lacrosse League announced yesterday they're not resuming their season. So, <laughs> so that was a kind of a my, my hopes and dreams are dashed. Uh, but it, it could be that you know America's pastime is truly becoming America's pastime. Uh, you know, we'll see if baseball ever can recover, and who knows? You know, maybe sometime next week they'll salvage this. You know, I think it's really we're down to about a week here left at most that you can salvage a true season. Um, unless you want to go deep into the winter, which I don't think is a good idea for them either. But um, I digress. We've talked about baseball enough here for a league in a, in a sport that doesn't really seem to care about the, the players or the betting stands or the fans. So um, let's move on. Let's talk about a league that actually is going to resume. And the NBA, of course, we always had optimism that if health conditions and officials would allow for it, these NBA players have made it very clear they want to finish the season out. Yes, this season in the champion, whoever it will be, will have an asterisk. But I think it's important to state here, you know, an asterisk isn't always just a bad thing. It doesn't diminish from a championship. All it means, all that asterisk is, is, hey, this season was different than all the others. And no matter what happens, this season will go down as being very different than all the others. But whoever ends up winning this thing, whether that be the Lakers, all the things that they've had to deal with, you know, the Clippers are certainly right in the thick of things, the Bucks. All these teams have not only had their seasons disrupted, but there's no more home court. It's going to be a very interesting ride, and they will have absolutely earned this championship. I don't think we're going to look back and look at this champion with anything other than uh, you know a- admiration and, and glory. So let's take a look at this, at this agreed-upon thing. So it was voted on yesterday and approved. Only one team turned it down, and that was the Portland Trailblazers. But we're going to have 22 teams returning, so eight teams their seasons are done. They're looking forward to the lottery. So we have 13 Western Conference teams, nine Eastern Conference teams. Basically, it's any team that was within six games of the playoffs at the time when play was suspended on March 11th. And everything will just outright resume, Chris. We're going to have eight an eight-game regular season, potentially a play-in tournament for the eighth seed. That's, that's pretty cool. I think that's going to be interesting. Uh, and then the playoffs will resume just as normal. 16 teams, eight on each side. You know, best of five, best of seven, all the way through. It's it's going to be different, though, uh, obviously, because there's no traveling. Everyone's going to be there in Orlando. They're all staying there. They're all practicing there. They're all playing there. So there's going to be no home court. There's going to be no travel days. There's going to be nothing of that kind. It's going to be a lot different in terms of betting this. 
My question to you right off the bat here, Chris, does that hurt some of these favorites? Having home court is a huge reward. When the Lakers have home court throughout, you know they're going to have a game seven at home with a raucous crowd, not having to travel. That is a big advantage under normal circumstances that poof, is gone. Do you think maybe there is some value here now in some of these lighter underdogs, or do you still think it's going to be some one of these top three favorites? I think it'll still definitely be the top three favorites, uh, but I think it's more, there's more of a gray area there because going in before everything came to a halt, right? You know, the Bucks Giannis had, I think he had like a bum knee uh, that they were kind of keeping under wraps. And that looked like something that was definitely going to hinder them in the East. And then for the Lakers Clippers, right? The presumable matchup they were going to have. Now the Clippers basically don't have to contend with playing, you know, four or five, six, seven straight away games. The NBA has always been a little eh on the refereeing. Uh, I think, I think this could be a definitely an opportunity to see a lack of a home court affecting those things, those calls uh, that the refs sometimes get involved in. And, you know, a point here or there, a turnover here and there uh, can make a big difference. So I think ultimately it hinders the Lakers because I think they were looking at a nice, we're not traveling anywhere. We've got home court. We play the Clippers. We're definitely not traveling anywhere. We have home court. Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit tougher for them. At the same time, they're guys of young, um, they're in shape. I think one of the things that could hurt some of these guys is what have they been doing with their time off, right? Uh, not every team's facilities was open. Not every team had access to their personal trainers and things of that nature. Their chefs, right? Um, I was listening to a guy that was joking that it was probably almost even money that Joel Embiid has been subsisting on five Papa John pizzas a day every day for the past three or four not months. Not a sponsor. Yeah, <laughs> not a sponsor. Yeah, sorry, Papa John's not a sponsor. Uh, and that he was going to come back. We'd times. like them to be. Yeah, we would. <laughs> uh, you could just pay us a pizza. I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, that he would come back like 50 pounds heavier. So I'm interested to see what guys have been taking care of themselves and what haven't. You know, a lot of these guys are, are 20, 25 years old, right? 30 years old and uh, don't have to work out, don't have to worry about what they eat because they're always so active. Well, all of a sudden they're not playing and they're not running 10 miles a day. What does it look like when you have that double order of nachos? So uh, that's something I'm, I'm interested to see. But overall, I think the cream will still rise to the top. The NBA is, is pretty predictable in that regard. Um, Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, uh, I think is what's going to matter. Uh, but the, the nice thing is about like the, the play-in tournament, and eight, I couldn't care less about an eight seed versus a one seed in normal circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'll be all over it. I'll be betting props. I'll be betting this. I'll be betting right. that. I'll be I'll We're be, starved for action. Yes. I will be glued to that game four, you know, when the Lakers are about ready to put the thunder to bed or something like that, when it's been a 15-point win the first three games. I'm going to be sitting there rubbing my hands like, ooh, game four, Lakers, thunder, can't wait. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it will start for action. The NBA will resume July 31st. The finals will be late September, early October, which is going to be really exciting. And if you need a book to bet on, why don't you check out our friends over at betonline.ag. Not only can you bet on NBA futures, we're going to have NBA games soon. You can bet on NASCAR. You can bet on UFC. You can bet on Madden and NBA 2K video game simulations. And, of course, they have a massive online casino with poker and blackjack. And be sure to check out the final dance roundtable interviews from ex-Chicago Bulls including Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, Craig Hodges, and Ron Harper as they discuss the Michael Jordan doc in full. There's still a ton of fun to be had. A lot of things will be coming up here 
Go to betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus in your first deposit. That's MYPOD100 at betonline.ag. You're going to be betting soon enough. You might as well get some money in there and get that welcome bonus. So go to BetOnline, your online wagering solution. All right, so we have, Chris, an NBA season that's coming up here. July 31st, as we mentioned, there's going to be, obviously, uh, you know, a, a mini training camp and then an abridged finish to the regular season. Teams are either going to, are mostly going to play 72 or 73 games, uh, you know, up to 75, I believe, for, I want to say the Mavericks played 75, and then the Lakers and Spurs are the low man in totem pole with only uh, 71 games played. But everyone's, you know, in that same general range. Uh, no one should be, you know, tired. Everyone should have full endurance and stamina because we're basically restarting the season fresh. Every team should be healthy. Um, it's it's going to be, as we mentioned again, it's just going to be a very, very different experience. Um, I do think that ultimately it's going to end up being one of these three, Chris, as you mentioned. Um, and it just kind of depends on what you like in terms of value. The Lakers right now, these are from betonline.ag again. Lakers are plus 210. Clippers are plus 275. Bucks are plus 300. Everyone else is 12 to 1 or worse, and everyone except for the Celtics is 20 to 1 or worse. So there is really a lot of value. And if we ever will see a team just come out of left field and do this, I think this is the year. So I like these middle teams. I like throwing a little bit of money on the Nuggets at 28 to 1. I like putting a little bit of money on the Jazz at 40 to 1. The Celtics at 12 to 1, I think, are a good. Uh, bet as well. So I, I agree with you that there very likely will be one of those three teams in the box. I think you can make the argument are a great bet at three to one. This is a very good team. They're well coached. Um, but I don't know necessarily if there's any value on those three teams just because uh, they're such, such heavy favorites. Now let's also talk about this. You briefly talked about it uh, yourself, but you know every state handled the coronavirus pandemic a little bit differently. Georgia, Florida, they are the last two states to close down and the first two states to open back up. California, as we all know here, anyone listening to this podcast very likely is living in California. We were one of the first states to close down, actually the very first state to close down, and we're still just getting back to normal. So, you know, teams like the Magic, like the Heat, like the Hawks, they were all able to get back in and work out uh, a lot sooner necessarily than, let's say, the Lakers or Clippers, which are just barely getting back to work together. Do you think that affects anything? I know we have a lot of time here for them to get back at it, and of course you have those eight regular season games, but do you think there's any sort of, uh, you know, th- does it matter at all that some of these teams were able to get together throughout this in some part? I think it probably does for the middling teams. You know, your Mavericks, your Jazz, your Nuggets. Uh, I think that's helpful. For guys like the Lakers and the Clippers and the Bucks. I don't think it matters so much. Um, but it is, it is a slight edge. What happens if somebody gets sick or somebody gets hurt? You know, what, you know, is that a risk factor? I don't, uh, you know, I don't know quite how to gauge for the fact that well, okay, so if you've been in Atlanta and you've been out and about more, does that therefore increase your risk of getting sick? Therefore, I don't want to put money down on you because your best player might get ill or something of that nature. Um, and FYI, the NBA said if one, if one player, they're the very kind of specific, they said if one player comes down, like they're not shutting things down, uh, if one player gets sick, something of that nature. Um, What I would do if I was going to bet today, which I'm not going to, I would throw a few bucks on the Nets only because the news so far has been that Durant is not coming back. But what if he what if he woke up? I mean, Durant is kind of a mercurial guy. I think he could definitely wake up because somebody on Twitter said, like, hey, you're being weak because you're not playing. And then he just decides he wants to play. 
um, at 5,000 to one, why not throw 20 bucks on the nets just to see what happens between the top three Lakers, Clippers, Bucks. I would take the bucks only because they don't have to play the Lakers or the Clippers to the finals, right? Uh, they don't have to go through one of the other ones. So their chances of getting there are just going to be greater uh, and their price is better. And if I think this layoff has probably been great for Giannis, who had a kind of a bulky knee going into the final stretch, I would assume he's healthy. Uh, I would assume that's better. I would assume he feels good. Uh, and the guy has been otherworldly. And uh, you've seen in the finals with LeBron over the past few years here and there, like it is very possible for one guy to control the game. And I think Giannis very much has that, has that capability in him. So I would toss a couple bones on the nets and I would probably take the bucks only because they don't have to go through one of the other LA teams. Plus they have the best value uh, of yep. all those top three contenders at three to one. Uh, I just want to correct something you said there. You said 5,000 to one for the nets. Uh, yes, absolutely. That would be a hundred percent worth the bet. They are plus 5,000. Oh, plus, but yeah, that's right. 50 plus to one. 000. So just don't yeah. want to be misleading. Yes. Uh, you, you will not win $5,000 on a one, on a $1 no, bet. bet. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be a heck of a value. Um, but yeah, look, you know, Durant's obviously in charge of, it's not, you know, I'm sure the team has something to say of it, but ultimately it's going to come down to him. You know, what if the nets go in and, and upset someone in that first round and, and then they're up 2-0 in the second round against the Bucks. Like, would Kevin Durant seriously sit there and not want to have that itch to play? It's, it's, it's hard to tell. So I think that's, that's some good advice there. Um, so we're starting the regular season, July 31st. There only will be a play-in tournament for the eight seed. If the, I think if the nine seed is within four games, there'll be a yep. two-game play-in. And the nine seed would have to win both games in order to make the playoffs. So um, it's very unlikely that it happens. And if it does happen then I think you're going to see a very exhausted eight seed. Or really, if there's a play-in tournament at all, you're going to see a, an exhausted eight seed going up against either the Lakers or the Bucks. And so I think you're going to see a, a great opportunity for betting on those heavy title favorites in that first series because they will have the rest that these other teams don't. So we're, the season will wrap up October 12th. I think we're having the lottery is... In August, I believe, August 25th, I want to say. Yep. Um, right. And then the next season, Chris, is going to start December 1st. So you're looking at only having off about six weeks for those two champion teams. That is going to be insane. Um, I definitely think whoever bow, whatever of the Lakers or Clippers bow out earlier uh, will be my title pick for next yep, season. Because uh, they'll have that extra, you know, four week break or three week break or whatever. Um, and you know, a team like the Warriors, who have been resting since March, that, uh, you know, are going to get back Steph Curry. They're going to have very likely a top three pick in this draft. Those are the teams I'm looking on taking uh, for the 2020-2021 season. Because, again, we're starting December 1st. We only have six weeks off. Even the teams that just play, you know, a round are only going to have, like, a two-month break. And, and obviously, you're going to have a training camp that begins probably uh, in early November. So, I mean, really, you're only having, like, a two- or three-week total offseason. Uh, we're going to have, you know, free agency and the draft and all that. things just kind of crammed in there. It's going to be wild. It looks like we're also going to have a college football season, an NFL season. It's just going to be determined if there's going to be fans, and if so, what capacity these stadiums are. But let's focus on the positives here. We've got the NBA coming back. It's very exciting. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I, and I really just want to give uh, Commissioner Silver and these 30 teams and the players, most importantly, a lot of credit. They didn't have to do this. There was there was no doubt that they were going to play. There was no um, you know capitulation about salaries or anything like that. 
This is a great win for the NBA and their fans. It's going to reflect very, very positively on this league, and I think internationally as well. So uh, we're going to have NBA back. It's only a matter of time. It's about seven weeks away. Any final thoughts here, Chris? Episode 46, welcome back NBA version of Believe in Betting LA. I think you're absolutely right when you contrast the way the NBA players have acted versus the MLB players. You know, Chris Paul doesn't need more money. Anthony Davis doesn't need more money. LeBron doesn't need more money. But I think they're, one, thinking about the health of the game long term, and two, thinking about the guys further downstream, right? There's a lot of those guys on playoff teams that are sitting on benches, right, that, like, an extra 50 grand, an extra 100 grand, an extra 200 grand is a big deal for them, especially because their time in the league might only be two, three, four, five years. Um, so I, I, I kind of tip my cap to Chris Paul and them for, for actually spending this time off, thinking about what they wanted to do, coming to an agreement quickly. And yes, July 31st feels like a, an eternity away, but at least they have something set down. They've, they've figured it out. You know, good on the NBA. Can't come soon enough. Uh, looking forward to it. Me too. It's going to be a, a very long, slow climb until then. But, you know, we're going to have a couple months stretch there where we have just everything all together. We're going to have the Masters in November. We're going to have NBA playoffs in August, September, October. We're going to have football. We're going to have college basketball coming back. So um, for what we've given here, which is, which is obviously three months of no sports whatsoever, uh, hopefully we'll be repaid with our patience. All right. Well, that was episode 46 of Believe in Betting LA. I want to thank our sponsor, betonline.ag. For Bet Online, for the Believe Podcast Network, for Stag Capital, for Chris Lewis, I'm Sam Axel. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.